Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high rise in beautiful Beverly Hills, adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, a comic, a mixed martial artist, a musician, and a reformed political pundit. Hello, and welcome, Jamie Kilstein. I like that. I like reformed political pundit. That I, is how you described yourself to me, and that's frankly the reason why I have you. Here. Oh, I didn't even know I did that. Uh, oh, we. Uh, also, I really like your... <laughs> I've never heard your intro. It's a great fucking intro. Uh, I've had that happen... Here's what's worse than the comic or than the host not knowing your last name is when they try to ask you from stage and mm-hmm. you're like, this is more humiliating. They're like, what is it, bro? And you're just like, just please just end this. Just no, bring no, me no, up. no, no. I'll tell you what's worse when you're the host and you can't remember the comic's last name. Oh, it's the worst. I just mutter it. Oh, man. I have, I've been there. I've mispronounced. It's a brutal, it's a brutal, lonely place to be sometimes on stage doing comedy and almost never so much as when that happens. That's a great way to put it. How you doing, buddy? So bad. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> okay, you, you're the guest. You go first. Uh, well, this is here's the hard hitting, uh, the hard hitting story. I'm sure you wanted. Uh, I had to take my fucking cat to the vet. Oh, can I? I can curse. It's serious, right? Have uh, I had to take my 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 cat to the vet, the the vet this morning. And I realized that I project so much of my emotions onto... So he's only been out of the house twice since I rescued him. And no big deal. I'm an American hero. And the first time it was after a breakup and we're like leaving the apartment and he's giving like a different kind of cry than I've ever heard. Like he's so scared. And in my head, I think that he thinks I'm going to take him back to the vet. So... Or to the shelter. So I'm like pep talking him and I'm like, you're going to be okay to live. Like, I love you so much. And then I start saying like, we're going to a new home. And then I'm like, you're lovable. And I'm like, oh, I'm talking to. I'm talking to me. You're okay, cat. Yeah, yeah, you'll find sure, another girl. Sure, you're not girl. perfect, but who is? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your dad will respect the fact that you chose stand-up comedy over college one day. And so I'm doing that. And then, so that was the last time. And today... I'm like still sweating, man, like trying to get him into the, the cage to take him to the vet. And um, I go to do it and he's crying. And here's in short what happened. Uh, take him to the vet. I start crying because he's crying. And then uh, they go, it's going to be OK. And then I just start telling them about my divorce straight up. I'm like, it's just my first cat since the divorce. And now I'm like, there's no turning back. I'm telling these strangers about the divorce. Then the guy who's going to... Um, who's going to take care of him, comes out. He grabs him. He goes to leave. um, And I scream, not trying to be funny. I had no control over my body or mouth. I screamed, you're holding my heart. So that happened. And then we all kind of laughed about it. And then I apologized to the woman. And then I immediately said, if he hurts him, I'm going to hunt down him and his family. And then she didn't laugh. And so I gave the thumbs up. And then I left. And then I came straight here. And my heart is still racing from that. And I don't know if I want to drink. I don't know what I want to do right now. You're but you're you're raw. I'm shaking. Um. Yeah. So uh, look, 
let me just say off the bat, um, I've met you a couple times um, around comedy clubs. We've chatted. We watched the incredible Daniel Cormier knock out of oh, Stephen Miocic the other so night good. together at the Sycamore Tavern. Yeah. Um, uh, it was only after we agreed to do this that I Wikipedia'd you and I was like, oh, wow, there's more about Jamie that I didn't know. I always wonder, mm-hmm. I mean, one, I wonder what it says. I can't go to my Wikipedia without freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but I also like, you were one of the first friendships I had. I don't know if I can say that now that you've Wikipedia'd me, but that I was like, I'm like, I'm just not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And just maybe he knows. Because we like kind of talked about that stuff when it was like me, you, and Tripoli um, the first night we hung out. Yeah. We were like alluding to it. But. Well, the conversation, as I recall, um, which I was in and out of because it was at a stand up show. So I'm, 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 I'm half myself at a, a stand up show because yeah. I'm, I'm very new at this still and I'm, I'm, I'm barely engaged in conversations I'm having with people if I have to go up. <laughs> yeah, of course. So the Chris Hardwick thing was being discussed. Oh, at right, that time. right, right, yeah. right, right. So uh, I knew that you had opinions about that, but I didn't know that that was informed by any stuff that had happened. Informed by my life being destroyed. Um, yeah. It, well, it's it's so crazy because you know, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it. So I don't want to sound like I'm I'm being elusive, but it's so crazy when my, my whole thing when you look at when you look at the. There was a guys. There was a Jezebel article written. Uh, when you look at the Jezebel article, if it is all true, which mm-hmm. it's not. Um, but- so let, let's just in a bullet point. You're on a podcast, and some women who you who either worked in or knew through it, <sighs> kind of. Um, and I have spent. Ha, well, you put, just so people know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you put it as succinctly as you can. Yeah, sure. So and also take in mind, like, you know, like I I, I I've talked about this on like Rogan's and Chrysler's and stuff, and I have. Uh, spent these last two years um, essentially trying not to be the bitter, uh, you know, these fucking lying like guy. Um, so I will try to make this as uh, as as like, you know, simple as possible. So and I don't want to spend an hour talking. No, about no, this. no, no, no. Yeah. OK, so I was on a very progressive um, feministy podcast that I co-hosted with my uh, my wife, now ex-wife. You will find out why soon. Um, and um, we just got like like cr- crazy social justice. Um, like I'm still very liberal, um, but it just got I- extreme. Right. And, you know, I started kind of just. Because I was saying what I thought were simple things like, you know, like rape is bad and uh, abortion should be legal. I sort of got like labeled as this this male feminist and um, which sounds so creepy. It sounded creepy to me then. Um, Like I remember I got introduced at a a college when that was performing. And the, the woman who introduced me was like. Instead of giving like credits, like you've seen this guy on whatever, he was like, she was like, uh, this next guy is a male feminist. And like, even though I was performing at a liberal college, like I was like, that's, that sounds like I abduct women, like straight up. That sounds like I drive around in a van and I'm like, who wants to talk about Tegan and Sarah? And then I kidnap them. Um, yeah, it's a little bit like being called like, like a sensitive man. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, he has mom issues and murders prostitutes. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. My lack of insensitivity does not make me defined my by my sensitivity. Yeah. So, but the thing with those labels um, are so this article, which uh, this article which was written, 
nothing that I was, and I hate even using the word accused. And it took me a while to get over like the shame of all of this. And that's actually what I was going to say, which is you were like even one of the first dude friends that I didn't start our friendship by being like, we have to sit down and you need to know some things about me. Like I was legitimately treating it like I was accused of like assault. Like I would become, let alone dating. Like uh, if I'm dating, it's just like, it's a whole fucking thing. But if, um, but even when I would meet guy friends, I would like sit them down. Like I was on like that, like, pedophile list and I was like legally obligated to be like a woman got mad that I flirted with her so you should know this before you decide to commit to this friendship and but so what happened was um or what I was what they said uh happened was um there was there was a woman who I had a, a relationship with um it was uh while I was married, I, um, for reasons that I, I, I won't really get into, but, um, and it went on for, for a while and I kept trying to end it and it finally ended, uh, amicably. Um, and then, you know, on the, it's funny on this feminist podcast I did, I spent years being like hashtag believe all women and whenever a woman would say something bad about a guy and the guy would go she's crazy and she's bitter and she's jealous you'd go you're sexist and you're just stereotyping women is crazy and then yeah and consider the cost to her of coming forward it's easier yep, for, it's yep, easier for yep. women I, I know women personally who have bad stories who just added it up and were like as much as I don't like it I just I'm gonna take an L on this and I'm gonna move on with my life totally because I don't want that awful thing to keep yep. to stay alive yeah and I would always have the, their back without questioning it and then you know it happens to me and you're like well she was bitter and jealous and suddenly you find yourself saying those those lines that you went after guys for Mm -hmm. um where the second um my wife and i uh announced on our podcast that we were going to try an open relationship um you know, this girl kind of came back out of the woodwork and, and posted on like a Facebook group, like essentially like who has been wronged by feminist Jamie Kilstein. And who, uh, what she found was not uh, anything that comics haven't talked on stage about. Um, the article was like, you know, we had this, uh, you know, me and her had this um, consensual uh, horrible affair thing. Um, there was another girl who was like, he was flirting with me on Twitter and I told him, I had a boyfriend and he said, I'm sorry. And then the third one kind of like shows the whole problem with all of this where it it implied we had sex. We actually didn't have sex. Um, But it was we went out on a date and um, we went back to his hotel and uh, she said in the article that like ruined my career uh, that something it was something like. I've never felt safer with a man or it was the first time I trusted a man. Essentially implying that, like, it was great and I did the things you're supposed to do and I was respectful and, you know, all this stuff. But then she said, um, but a couple weeks later, he called me a road fuck on his podcast. And then Jezebel, in parentheses, by the way, if you're going to fucking Google this, can you also click on some other things that don't have to do with me being a sexual predator so it will not be on the front page of Google anymore and ruin my life? Uh, but You've also and- made an album. Yeah, I'll yeah, throw that out there. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah, more yeah. to Jamie Kilstein yeah, than these there's, allegations. There's a website. There's a Twitter. There's a, uh, go to those. Um, I have a podcast. <laughs> you can go to my Patreon. Uh, give that some love. But uh, 
And then uh, Jezebel in this article wrote in parentheses, Jezebel could not find the quote. And it's like, right, of course you can fucking find the quote because I'm not talking about smashing road pussy on my feminist podcast that I host with my progressive wife. Um, It was a really bad open relationship. It was like, don't ask, don't tell. It was just this last ditch effort to save a marriage. Um, But if I did say that, if I did call her a road fuck on my progressive podcast, I'm an asshole, right? But I'm certainly not a sex predator. It is not emotional abuse. It is not, you know, all these things. And I I have tried very hard not to have this happen and go from, you know, one extreme to suddenly being some like lunatic men's rights person who's like, every woman is lying about rape. What I will say is that it did ruin my life. It, it, it has ruined guys' lives. However, there are still a lot more women that... Um, don't get justice for their sexual assault or stuff like that, then there are men who are falsely accused. But if we are starting to use sort of Me Too just to get back at exes for shitty relationships, um, then suddenly real cases of uh, assault or abuse or anything like that are going to be blown off more you know it, 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 it is a sense of trivializing i've had many women who have come up to me who have been raped who have had all this stuff and they're like this is bullshit and yeah. this is and i get upset when i see things like well that. it's sort of like crowdsources i'm sorry i am so fucking tired i but, can't even yeah, form man. sentences no, but no 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 that's all right i'm like reliving it, all my past trauma so it's somewhere a, we'll uh, find a it's a and, and it's crazy because i've never had a conversation like this on air and so i i i'm not i don't want to say the one thing that makes me the evil person while of course being respectful and fair to you at the same time but you get a um a boy who cried wolf phenomenon in in a crowd sense if a lot of women make untrue allegations then that becomes a boy who cried wolf thing to the woman who has the true allegation right and it's awful and it's giving all of these legitimate like sexist people who don't want to hear about assault or don't want to hear about what women have to go through sort of a reason to be like oh what you were abused like when that fucking you you like hooked up with that guy and you thought he called you a road fire you know what i mean like you just don't want to you you don't want to lower the bar um it it, it it should be we should be able to believe all women right like yeah. i don't want to get to a world where the first thing people think when someone was like i was assaulted is you go ugh, re- sure you know what I mean? That's awful. Like, it's an awful thing that that happens, and you want to be able to, um, yeah. And that's where we go nowadays. It seems the the magic number is somewhere around three where like, uh, not to compare these things, but if a guy gets dragged off of a United flight, they go, wow, that was a crazy situation. If three bad things happen with United, you book a flight and somebody you know or eight people you know go, oh, I hope it's not United. You know, they're beating the shit out of people. Yeah, they're beating the shit out of people. They're killing dogs in like overhead (laughs) compartments. Like, what are they running over there? It very, yeah, it, it very, very, there is so much noise and so much information and so much um, outrage, much of it very justified, much of it not nowadays that um, I, I, I tend to think of it as the Fox News crowd is, oh, there's another, you know, women do this nowadays, yeah. guys do this nowadays, because it one time was an incident, three times is, rep, is a representative sample of our entire civilization. Yeah, totally. And, you, and, and the problem that you can't even talk about it, like guys can't even talk, like... Uh, I never thought I'd be the person who was just like, like, like men, what, you know who needs a voice in this country? Straight white men. Um, uh, there are some guys saying that. Well, no, there They're are. Not, it's not, not a crowd you really want to follow no, in with. But, but w- there are, the fact that like 
Okay, so like the Matt Damon thing, right? Uh, What's the oh, Matt Damon thing? Okay, so the Matt Damon thing. And actually, more recently, uh, Henry uh, uh, Caval, the guy who plays Superman. What the hell did he do? Okay, so, uh, so I'll tell you. Um, and, and first of all, just to be very clear where I am, like, I'm like, glad Weinstein's going to jail. I'm glad Cosby. <laughs> have you heard my wine? I have such a filthy Weinstein joke that I'm very proud of where I go. Uh, Is this really the time, Jamie? To do bits? Yeah, yeah. I, I have to like dig out of this like shame hole. Uh, fine, I won't do the bit. It's a good bit. You should fucking listen to my podcast. It's a good bit. Okay, what's your podcast? It's the Jamie Kilstein podcast. Very it's memorable. It's Rapey McRapestein. Uh, it's the Jamie Kilstein podcast. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Please listen to it. You should come yeah. on to it too. Okay. Um, when you, after you get sleep. Okay, so... Um, so Cavallo, so Matt Damon, Damon, yeah. So he was doing some interview, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a, I'm kind." And look, it wasn't it was like, but he was he's a fucking dumb actor. But he was like, "I don't like want to like talk to girls on set because uh, I don't want to be like me, dude." Now, was that a smart thing to say? No. Uh, can he know? Does he probably know how to talk to women without uh, sexually harassing them? Of course, but. Sure, he's done it plenty he, of times. He, yeah, he was trending on Twitter like he was accused of rape. Yeah, and what Matt Damon did was even more innocent. I think actually, what Matt Damon did was like a really important conversation. But even Henry, by the way, if you don't just answer his question, then it's going to get. There are guys who are like, well, I don't want like some girl to think I was flirting if I wasn't flirting. And if you just start calling that guy a fucking sexist or a rape apologist, then he's going to double down on his opinions, essentially, um, as opposed to being like, here's what you do, man. Um, and what so you Matt- do, what you do, Jamie, is you never have lunch with a woman without your wife there. <laughs> yeah, you do what Mike Pence does. There is a simple solution to this. If- but I also like... Dude, I kind of get it, too, where, yeah. like, after, like, going through what I went through, I'm like, I am very, um, I am much more, sele- I mean, I used to be kind of like a horror, but, like, I am much more selective and, like, kind of, ner- I was in a relationship when all of this happened, and it wasn't a healthy relationship, but I was in a relationship, and I stayed in a not really the most healthy relationship um, just because she had my back when all this stuff happened because she knew I wasn't a creep and I kind of just figured I would never date again, you know? And so I stayed in the relationship way too long. Um, But now when it comes to dating, like, yeah, I'm really... Like, I didn't even get accused of anything. No, well, should be clear about that. You're not accused of anything, so far as I'm aware, from a quick Wikipedia that would be remotely considered a crime. No. Uh, well, I guess the, the most criminal-ish thing is if there's someone who was employed in some capacity on your podcast and you had a sexual relationship, then there's the power dynamic. If there was bust. that. Yeah. But even that, if we, like, go into the details about it where it's like... Which nobody's saying nobody's saying you murdered anybody with respect yeah, to yeah, everybody and, and, well, the other and, side. And, of and this. also, again, not to be that like I've been trying not to get into uh, here are all the little details he said she said thing, mm-hmm. but uh, without going into stuff that that hasn't been said publicly um, in that article, um, the relationship continued uh, a year after she left the show. Um, so there was never, you know. That's another thing, right? Where in my old circle, even like having sex with someone who 
was like a fan of your comedy or who you met at a show or let's say it was like a waitress at the show and uh, would be a power dynamic thing. Or But you hear about married couples. You know, my friend's a, a producer and he met his wife who I think she worked in like costumes. It's okay. a really sweet, great story. And they have kids. Um, if you are using your power, if you are going, you know, if you stop sleeping with me, you'll get fired. Or if you sleep with me, you'll get a promotion. You know, we had literally one employee. She came and was like, can I work for the show? I was like, yeah. Um, And then there's a bunch of stuff that's complete fabricated bullshit in uh, the article. But if we are going by that article, if we are saying everything's true, even then, uh, yeah, she, you know, the relationship continued uh, after. Um, I mean, that's the thing, right? Where I remember once I told... uh, We don't have to get into it anyway. um, But I just wanted to say that. Okay, what do you mean by your old circle? The sort of very left of left. Um, I hate saying social justice warrior because no, I want to. I want to say like that. the right talk, like yeah, that's kind of like right, Trump derangement syndrome and yeah. Like the first time I called, I was called a social justice warrior. I was like, thank you. Like I didn't know it was an insult. I thought it was just like stick up for people who need it. Um, but now it has just gotten so insane where it's sort of people trying to get out to out offend each other or to out uh, progressive each other. Um, it sort of turned into this like hipster battle. Like, oh, you were offended at that racist comment? Well, I was offended that you're not offended about a, a racist comment against a trans person. And it's like, oh, well, you're not offended by the racist comment against a trans person? Well, I'm... And then it just kind of keeps going. You try to just um, to to double down and, and, and just prove that you're more progressive than anybody else. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. The social justice warrior thing, it, it just becomes about people who uh, get off on trying to um be the it's, victim it's, 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 be the greatest victim well it's virtue signaling yeah if yeah, nothing yeah. if nothing else yep. it, well depending on whether or not you're accusing somebody of having done something to you or to a separate third crowd yes for sure um okay I, that's not I, I really wanted to talk to you about something completely different i think that about no but it's one of those things where you're yeah. just like oh i'm going to go talk to my friend jamie let's just bust up the old wikipedia and you're like jesus christ yeah. and again i don't know how it's phrased but i will say this man mm-hmm. That is, there is nothing. It says that, you're fired from a podcast because of multiple allegations, and that's a, that's the sentence. And by the way, what does that make it sound like? That makes it sound like I was like accused of harassing women. Mm-hmm. Even when you said that, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like I was harassing women, or I like. When I hear multiple allegations, that yeah. sounds like fucking Harvey Weinstein. When I hear sexual misconduct, that sounds like fucking cornering a girl. Um, and that is so inaccurate. Um, even when you read the bullshitty pieces slamming me, it's still inaccurate. And that will ruin someone's life. That has ruined, you know, I had to start completely from scratch. I disappeared for a year. Um, my girlfriend got me out of uh, killing myself. Um, I, for the first time in 20 years, picked up like a day job, um, which again, like, what was me, right? That's like most people. But like I didn't know how to make a living. I was making a living as a comic for 20 years. Um, I it was awful. Um, and again, is it as bad as like women who are actually like assaulted or preyed upon? No, absolutely not. I'll be fine. Um, and I am fine. Uh, you, can I, have, you, you can have problems. That, that's – yeah, I'm – 
my dad oh it was very much like an Irish Catholic kind of thing where I would have a problem he'd be like well you know it could be blah 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 and it took me like a long time to finally realize the next logical step in that conversation is dad I understand there are people with worse problems than me it doesn't mean that my problems are aren't problems and that they're yeah. not affecting me and that they don't suck in and of themselves. Yeah. You're, granted, this is better than getting hit by a train as yeah, well. Totally. I was going to say, you're allowed to be upset at a breakup even though you're not like a WMPT like non-veteran. Exactly, exactly. Well, I, you know, I feel like I'm... This is the point where I, I feel like I'm supposed to do like a Jerry Springer kind of like final thought on this whole thing and move on. But as you well know, we don't know where we go from here as a culture with these types of situations. Well, what I think it is, is I think you have to talk about it. So like uh, the Matt Damon thing, he literally was like complimented me too. was like, it's really important. You know, he obviously knew Harvey Weinstein um, was like, we have to bring people like that down. Um, but uh, we shouldn't start. Al Franken shouldn't be in the same category as Harvey Weinstein. All crimes can't be considered equal, but unfortunately the internet only knows and only demands one form of justice, which is the absolute form. And then they gave it to Matt Damon. Which again, right, exactly, just like exactly. Superman, he was fucking trending on Twitter. Right, so now Harvey like Weinstein he was accused of rape. <laughs> yeah. So now it's yeah, now it's Harvey Weinstein, Al Franken, Matt Damon, Superman, equally, equally bad. Yeah, All and you hear Matt Damon, and you just go, ugh. and it's just like, dude, if you can't have those conversations, yeah, you know that which. Are good intention. It's mm-hmm. one thing when you get the 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 there the, there is the circle of people who you're talking about a, a a a rape, right? You go, man, what happened to Rose McGowan is awful, and they go, what what about men who are raped? It's like, okay, well, what aboutism is that's the thing. Fuck, Me, what about men who are raped? That is very bad. But I don't believe you are talking about it right now because you want justice for them. You are talking about it so we're not talking about a woman who was raped. You were trying it's like, you You're know, trying like, to minimize. Yes, like so when like a black kid gets killed and you go, What about what about white white people? It's like right, equally, also equally also bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you on the streets doing anything about that? No, you just don't want to talk about the black kid. Well, and that's what the, the what's offensive about the um the uh the all lives matter thing is nobody it's so insulting that you expect me to believe that you don't understand yeah. what Black Lives Matter <laughs> matter, meant, which is nobody is saying Black Lives Matter and the, your life does not or right. Black Lives Matter more than yours. It's it not is, called Black Lives Rule Supreme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is so incredibly obvious and you can agree or disagree with the sentiment expressed by the phrase in the movement but the movement is oh. it, there are there are people who believe that it, it seems there are a lot of impressions that Black Lives Matter less than Americans yes. Culture, so we're saying Black Lives Matter. Like, oh. how how willfully dumb do you yes. have to be to ignore that? How low? Also, how low is the bar? If you're offended by 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 that term, Black Lives, ma- it's literally like well, we matter, right? And yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh no, you don't, yeah, Malcolm black, it's X. Like black people are people. Yeah, that's that's that that's what the the that's phrase literally means. what it means. It's like stop shooting us, and it's like here we go with the black takeover. What do you think this is Wakanda? Like it's out of control. <laughs> it's out of control. It's fucking out of control. Uh, so yeah, that's my final thought on yeah. my accusations and not killing myself. Yeah, what can... is this Wakanda? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Great. Well, I, yeah. Listen, I, I I just met you. I like you. I total respect to what other people have to say, and that's pretty much as far as I can go into this conversation. Because what the hell? You get into, I, and I'm not personally interested. With all due respect to everybody who deserves respect anywhere in the world for any reason, I don't tend to take much of an interest in any of these things. With the he said, she said stuff, or the simple hard. a. I'm not into soap operas, and 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 b. Uh, because I don't know. 
And I'm not one right, of those. Right, I'm right. not one of those people who like when somebody gets shot by a cop wants to watch every video 10 million times because no, well actually if geez. I look at it from this angle then the cop is bad if I look at it from this angle the cop is good I I know that I will never know anytime I've ever been remotely close to a news story that was reported on the news story that I have read has been wildly wrong yeah. that having been said I know some real journalists and I respect them I'm just I'm just saying that just because you read every article about something doesn't make you an expert on it there's, yeah, only, there's only two there's only a handful of people who know the truth of your whole situation and I'm not one of them so this is as far as I can go I am interested in talking about the larger phenomenon yeah. which we have been now for a few minutes of, of where we're going as a culture and what is this yeah and I actually have two thoughts even just on that just with the media stuff where so I was uh, I was vegan for I was vegan for like 15 years yeah and you said that you were a vegan alcoholic and now you eat meat and, and I saw you eating nachos and drinking yeah sure did yeah uh, yeah, yeah and uh, we've gone off the rails guys um, <laughs> and and what's so interesting is what's so interesting is so I've started you know I didn't go I, I didn't stop being vegan because like social justice warriors turned on me and I was just like fuck you pussies I'm gonna go like murder a cow no uh, it's cause fucking buffalo cauliflower isn't as good as buffalo chicken no look, matter how much good. you want it it's to be it's not as good you can say it is it is if you if you haven't had meat for 15 years yeah I, I, I was I one of those people that I'm like wrote, this wrote, is just as good I wrote a book about veganism with a vegan did I've, you I've been down that road oh my god we've talked about that yeah. Um, and yeah then you have a bite and you just go oh I was I was lying I've been lying to dude the first time I had real pizza again I was like, oh, I've been lying to people for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll say this too. Um, the reason I did it is because, so I teach and train uh, MMA all day now. And again, spent 15 years telling people like you can get as much protein, you you feel great as a vegan. And to be totally honest, like when I was rich in New York and didn't have a job and can cook all day, I did. I felt fine. And now I'm not. Um, and I work eight hours a day and I don't have time to cook. And my body was breaking down. By, by Thursday, my body would be shaking. And the second I ate eggs, the second... I felt like Wolverine, yeah. like, and then I ate fish, and then and I felt incredible. So, I, but yeah, it's like a video game power meter, dude. That's exactly what it was. And oh my God, my my little nephew uh, was raised vegetarian, and he ate meat for the first time the other day at my brother's <laughs> wedding. Cleaned house, dude. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. Do you remember that video that went viral of like that little Spanish girl who like starts telling her mom like she's like what is meat and the mom told her and she goes but I love baby animals and it was this like 10 minute video that had millions of hits that she started crying. I think they went on Ellen like all this stuff. I used to post that everywhere and I was like it is not natural for kids to eat animals where they're raised loving animals and then look at these kids and they feel amazing mm-hmm. stuff like that. If I was still vegan, I would have had to murder my nephew and bury him because it was completely antithetical to it where he had a bite, Tully, a bite of meat and his eyes go wide and he just, he whispers, he goes, meat. And then louder, he goes, meat. And then I swear to God, he throws his hands in the air at this restaurant and he just goes, meat for all. And he starts running around the restaurant (laughs) going, meat, meat for all. He's asking, we were in Italy for this wedding. He starts asking like, how do you say meat for all in Italian? Like I thought he was going to go murder an animal. But so the point of my, uh, uh, the reason I brought it up is. So I'm doing this for health. So I'm like, all right, I guess I should read up on like paleo and like ketogenic and like 
low carb diets because when I eat a lot of carbs, I crash and I feel like garbage, which yeah, is sure. one of the reasons I started, you know, when I was vegan, I was an unhealthy, I started, I was just eating a ton of processed shit. And there are the exact same headlines for a vegan article and a ketogenic article where it'll say, you know, like a vegan diet is the only way to prevent cancer. And then a ketogenic diet is the only way to prevent cancer. And it's like, oh, we can just get away. Like they're wildly different. Mm-hmm. One of them is probably wrong. One of them's or, probably a lot more right than the other one. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. there's some middle ground that we're not talking about that we don't want to because we want to like label it. Maybe it's just sugar, right? And, and if you're a healthy vegan, uh, you can get rid of that. I don't know. But the fact that we can just say that or if you watch the news and they're talking about like climate change, one person will be like, you know, X equals X. And then the other pundit will be like, but X equals Y. And then the the host of the show will be like, well, I guess we'll never know. And it's like, well, no, we will yes. Google it. There are a million fucking interns and computers behind you. Like you can find out, but we don't talk about it. Just everyone has their team and their side and they shout it. And then no one talks to the other side. Because if you do, you're poor fucking Matt Damon, who's just like, hey, well, what about this? And it's like, yeah. shut up, Matt Damon. Yeah. And I, I feel that way, you know, in, in my job constantly on, on the Jason Ellis show, to a slight extent here, I think I'm more talking to birds of a feather on my own show. But but over there, uh, uh, look, I'm uh, the Trump thing is obviously what we're kind of talking about. And yeah. everything that we talk about is kind of about Donald Trump nowadays. And and I will just say, look, I... I um. I could spend all day telling you all the reasons why I think it's blatantly obvious he's unfit to be the president of the United States. But any time I go, well, okay, but everybody's killing him for this thing. Actually, you know, I mean, yeah, the guy's awful. But look, you can you can defend this thing. Oh. You're 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 dead. You're a Nazi. You're dead. You're it, a Nazi. It, it is no man's land. Yeah. It is absolute no man's land. Yeah. And to again, we're talking about like if you lower the bar to that level. Um, how are you going to get anything done? Yeah, right. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm. I am to the to this a certain pair of years. I'm apologizing for you, and I'm. There's other great uh, SJW verbs that are failing me at the moment, simply by talking to you and not stabbing you. Yeah, yeah, and man, I got to say too, like. You're never going to get anything done. And actually, no, and that's it, the thing. it's what, what, more what, what are we trying to accomplish? Here? So, like, let's say you have a moderate conservative who's like, we got to get those kids out of cages. Yeah. But then he also is like, but, you know, I believe uh, I, I, I think socialism's bad. Uh, you just go, you're a fucking Nazi. You want everyone instead of talking to that guy. And it's like, no, 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 no. We need conservatives who want to get kids out of cages. What a horrible thing to have to say. What time are we living in? Who wants to get kids out of cages? We we need them. We need them on our side. Um, just like they need. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a good example. God, we were both so tired today. Um if we don't talk to those other sides and find the middle ground, because there is middle ground, right? Of course, it's there not. Is. If you say Black Lives There's Matter, broad consensus sees on all on pretty much every issue that really matters, except for kind of abortion. Kind yeah, of. right. But if you think that, but even with that, even with abortion, it's like I think a lot of the pro life people think that pro choice people are like pro abortion. That like on like Friday nights, we're like, all right, girls, let's fucking like hit the club and then like go get some abortions. Or that like we no, want no, punch. Nobody, no, 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 there's nobody's there's no... excited to get an abortion, right? Like, I mean, I'm not Look, I... the abortion one. I become my 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 uh, feelings on it. I'm 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 pro 
I'm not pro-abortion. I'm pro the right to legal abortion. Haven't budged one bit. But as I get older, I get way more sympathetic to the anti-abortion. That's the one where I'm just like, I see, like, gun people have talked to me, and I've been like, I'm trying to understand, dude. And yeah, hunting, sure, great, whatever. But, like, there's a lot of other stuff. Like, if you're boiling this down to Second Amendment, we're just not going to agree. It's so obvious that that was put there. Right next to it is the thing about letting soldiers stay in your house. It's so obvious this is about the Revolutionary War, you sons of bitches. Yeah. If the thing had been written 50 years before or 50 years after, the gun thing wouldn't be in there. The abortion thing, like, oh boy, dude, you do have, if you, I think everybody who, almost everybody who is anti-abortion has a faith-based argument for it, and I respect people's faith. Well, if you I, think I, well, you're I murdering imagine, babies, well, I... Well, but you are. See, I, I, I imagine that you respect, I, I'm assuming that you are not a religious person. Uh, oh, is that because I'm? Is that because I'm an accused sex predator? Um, no, no, it's because you're a vegan. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> um, I'm I, I'm at the sort of like I don't. Okay, you're an agnostic. Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. But but I assume that you at least have encountered a couple people in your life who are deeply um, conventionally religious. Oh, I, my grandma has a picture with her and Pat Robertson and George Bush, homie. Yeah, and you, yeah. and I'm assuming you respect your grandma. I love her. And if you arrive at a faith based reason for, or there is a rational argument to be made as well for the state should not allow the murder of things that we all know are going to become babies unless we, something radical. Ninety nine percent of the time are going to become healthy functioning babies. Right, right. I, this is a fucking ugly. This is an ugly subject that we're dealing well, with here. My, my, and, uh, women's right. Yeah, and, my and, whole and, thing and, is and what people are going to do it anyway. But people who want to make the anti-abortion yeah, argument, yeah. I fucking am very sympathetic. I disagree, but I'm very sympathetic to what you're saying. I love that. Like, I think subconsciously, part of us was like, "All right, time to get any feminist uh, we lost in the first half back." Abortion. <laughs> you're all baby murderers. Uh, no, I totally know what you mean. And if you do think like. My whole thought is always real alive right now women will die uh, if abortion is illegal. So if you are truly pro-life, let's prioritize the 35-year-old woman. Let's prioritize the 15-year-old rape victim uh, as opposed to uh, the, 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 the cells. Yeah, Jamie, I agree with you, and and, but, 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 and, and, I, and I would say, and I would argue that, frankly, what what you're doing is what you're killing other people for doing, which is ignoring the the vast middle ground and gray area which which exists. Which is, it would theoretically, I can't believe I'm arguing anti-abortion. I'm, I'm making an anti-abortion. I'm going to be quiet and let you do it. Argument. <laughs> of course, there are ways that we could reasonably accommodate. Uh, victims of horrendous crimes and sure. and take every possible step to safeguard the safety of adult women while also not aborting a bunch of babies. Sure. But I mean, do you think it's like the gun control thing, though, where they will say that um, they will say that, look, there are precautions we take and people should be trained and all this stuff. Um, it's not our fault that a bunch of kids get mowed down, you know, once every couple months. Like it's sort of the same thing now where I. Uh, totally agree with you is that you need to empathize and see their point of view instead of saying that anyone who is pro-life hates women. Um, and, and I hope that's not how I was coming across either. It's my viewpoint is the one that I laid out where I was just like, man, women are still going to get abortions and they're still going to try. And it and, and if it's not legal and safe, they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an even more simple common sense anti, uh, no, a pro-choice argument, which is... Um, my wife and I have two children. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good number for us to 
to have. Sure. Um, it would have been really easy, broken condoms, maybe even things that went on behind my back at clinics that I'm not even aware of yeah. for girlfriends along the way, drunken hookups. Yep. I could very easily have nine children right yep. now by, by a bunch of different women and- as I say, like with politics, you don't want to see what goes into making the sausage. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty. I, I was like, don't say that, or when you come on my podcast, I'm gonna have to be like, well, I read your Wikipedia, and it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that how we arrived here is we we have we all agree with the concept of of family planning, contraception, right. and you know what what have you. I'm super into the rhythm method as an Irish Catholic. <laughs> we got we ended up with two kids, and we when we did it at a time in our life where we were able to we were a, a good solid couple who were able to hopefully provide for those kids yeah and 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 so the however we arrived at what we arrived at is is a good thing but that's because i don't subscribe to the faith-based argument right because that doesn't hold carry any well and then it gets to the point where it's just like they talk about how like uh you have to teach abstinence only like a lot of the same crowd and or or like if you get a vasectomy you're like stopping god's will and that's when it's i don't want to do things that are counterproductive like the abstinence only thing it's like you look at the places that have uh, around the world around the country especially that have that sort of like faith-based sex education and it's like that's where you get the most teen pregnancies that's where you have the most uh, stds that's where people are just yeah. like butt fucking at like 16 years old and so i, understand I would all love that. to see yeah. the pro-life people work just as hard to, I would love to see the pro-choice people um, be empathetic, um, and I would like to see the pro-life people. If you are so pro-life, then you should be working very hard to get uh, comprehensive sex education, to have access to condoms, um, right. and, and, and educate kids about safe sex. But the problem is when you just go, oh, kids aren't going to fuck, um, you're going to have the most teen pregnancy in these areas and and, and and therefore the most abortions. And I don't want to see any 16-year-old girl getting having to go to fucking get an abortion. Like, that's awful. I would much rather her know, be educated about safe sex. Does that make sense? Of course it does. And, and, and that speaks to the larger point of people. I'm not saying people don't care about gun rights or the wall or abortion or what have you but it very often seems and I believe it probably really is that for many people it's just more about this is one of my team's talking points and I'm going to argue about that's it that's all I used to do yeah right right um because there are uh there's ways that you could like uh like okay with the gun control thing it does seem fairly clear that when um a you know whenever there's a shooting Everybody who has some skin in the game goes. Oh, is it is it like an Islamic name or is it going to be a white guy name? Right. I know, I and when know, it's I an know. Islamic when it's an Islamic name, there's a lot of people who seem willing to uh, go along with the idea that that person acted in a way which is representative of a substantial minority, let's say, of the Muslim population he did of it the world for Islam. Well, and this is what. A lot of Islamic right. people think it's okay or want to do, and then when it's Richard Smith shot something, you're not up, like he did it for Jimmy he's, Buffett. He's a he's a he's a crazy person. Yeah, he's right. a crazy right. So or, it's, or so, lone wolf. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. He's not rep- the, the Muslim guy. Is somehow representative of some larger thing that speaks to the nature of that community. Right. The white guy is just a, a, a lone wolf, and that may well be true. But if that's if you're super pro gun, at that point, where is the 
massive outcry for a, a massive mental health initiative, right. the, like, the likes of which America has never seen. Because if you really want to have guns, but you also want to save kids, well, then let's be let's address the mental health issues I just in our community. Don't understand why that is not. Oh, and also just because we're talking about seeing it from both sides, one of the problems on the left. And, and I've been there, too, is that anyone who criticizes Islam or the legitimate violence done for Islam, not profiling uh, Arab people or dark skinned people, not, you know, a lot of this racist rhetoric we do have coming from the administration or the administration's followers. But like if there is a, a jihadist, right, if there is someone who commits an act of violence for Islam, a lot of times the left is quiet on that, just like the right is quiet on when the the white person oh, does yeah, it. No, no, that's the crazy and, thing. Yeah, like like people people are shy about criticizing Islamic, like like ISIS, right. because that doesn't play. Because to, they're like, that, I don't want to seem racist, because it's not their team talking It points. doesn't play to their team's no, narrative. No, the liberals jump on Twitter when it's the crazy white guy, and then the right-wing people yeah. will jump on Twitter when it's an Islamic guy. When in reality, all of us should be like, hey, this is all bad, yeah. no matter whose fucking guy, quote unquote, does it. And so to your point with the, the mental health, I don't see, dude, I could be like Alex Jones stockpiling NRA membership and I, nothing good happens for me to be against mental health uh, background checks for like I don't know why you could be the strongest gun advocate in the world why would you want fucking crazy people I mean god if I was a responsible gun owner I would be more emphatic absolutely for mental health background checks because I'm like hey you fucking lunatics are making me look bad yes. I, I I just want a gun to because I'm having a midlife crisis well, I want a gun I want a gun so I want to protect family. myself yeah. I wanna, there's all sorts of, of things that are that are culturally a lot more defensible but you exactly be number one you should be number one in line for that same with the the the, the pro-life people for comprehensive sex education you want less abortion you should be on the front of that fucking line too um but we don't do that because we 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 in this day and age, especially with social media, we would rather viciously attack our enemies than actually look for solutions and actually test uh, trial run solutions or, or 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 listen to someone with an opposing view where maybe you can find a middle ground. That is not as fun as the dopamine hits you will get by opening up Twitter and calling someone a fucking Nazi or calling someone a fucking libtard cuck or whatever and nothing will get done and we can just fight forever on fucking Twitter yeah. until until we all kill ourselves. Yeah, well, something will get done, which is we'll be that much more divided. It's not even a neutral action. It's actually yeah. a, it's, a, it's another drop in the bucket. So this is actually the one thing I wanted to talk to you about with uh, five minutes left in the show. We nailed it. Which is... <laughs> I have the thesis that I am operating on right now about American society is very simply that um, punditry has, if I'm using the word correctly, mm -hmm. uh, either is ruining America or already has ruined America. Because I think that is, it's crazy, but that's really what it boils down to. When I was a kid, you know, when, you know, Saturday morning there was cartoons and then Sunday morning there were less and shittier cartoons and then TV shows came on with guys being like, oh, in my opinion, we're going to defense budget, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, that's and they a really were good completely... Marginalized, and you know, some some old white dudes, and I guess a couple of white ladies liked watching that stuff. But it was it was just like this fringe sort of thing for people who were like political geeks, and then um, and concerned citizens. 
And then the the razzle-dazzle entertainment element of punditry really started to take off. And I'm not going to blame Fox News. Fox News didn't create that, but Fox News certainly took it and, and ran with it. And well, post-9-11, the- I mean, look, you can say they created it without that being an insult to them because it's arguably worse that then MSNBC and CNN copied it. Like, Fox News did start it uh, after 9-11. Yeah. Um, that is when it blew up. That's when the giant holograms of American flags and shit like that happened. And I actually think it shows far less moral character that MSNBC and CNN, instead of being like, hey, this is far too tribalized. No one is getting called out if they say false things on the air. We are using fear in order to get ratings. CNN and MSNBC were like, oh, fuck, I guess we got to do that too. And then they started doing the exact same thing. Yep. So, I mean, Fox was an innovator, um, but... It's like they say in music, you're a musician, uh, you know, don't bore us, give us the chorus. Yeah. Well, Fox it, just realized that... And, and this goes all the way back to when this is what the movie Network was about, right. which is exactly the point where the news divisions of networks um, came under the uh, control of the entertainment division and were not seen as a public service and you started to realize that having raving lunatics on TV (laughs) was maybe not a very good public service. And that movie is very literally about a raving lunatic pundit who becomes the guy. And, And once you once it becomes profit driven news you arrive here and I don't think that Donald Trump could have found a willing audience had because he hasn't really changed. You go back to, oh. you know, he's taken out full page ads in, in New York papers in the 80s saying we should lynch these kids who are yeah, accused man. of rape. Yeah. Falsely accused, as it turned out. Um, you, 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 the audience, which is, to say, the voting electorate, isn't primed for that unless pundits. Have right. and 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 the internet and uh, social media, unfortunately, are this really. It's like when you take um, it's like an invasive fish, you know, that yeah. was like bad somewhere else, but now you put it in the Mississippi River, and the Mississippi River is like completely Just unprepared. Destroy. Yeah, like it's taken over. I mean, everybody needs to. If I have one bit of advice for anybody listening right now, I could. I don't care what side you are on. Like, you need to tune out. Pundits. Yeah. You need to tune out people who just spend all their time figuring out razzle dazzle ways to confirm your biases and suspicions. The next time you watch the news, see the. Tell me if you ever see a pundit look to the other one and go, oh, that's interesting. Can you tell me about that? Right. Or what does that mean? Yeah. Or you are taught, and I used to go on MSNBC all the time, uh, you have your talking points. Uh, so let's say I want to say, Let's say my only talking point is, uh, you know, that I think that we need comprehensive sex education to uh, to, to to limit abortions, right? And you go to me, you go, well, hey, uh, I heard you were uh, accused of being uh, a creepy feminist guy. And I go, look, uh, we can talk about that all day, but the real issue is we yeah. need comprehensive sex education. And that's yeah. how you – that's how you do it. And – I think the, the the biggest thing I wanted to say, I sort of said before, where like no one's looking for facts on these new shows. They're looking to be loud cheerleaders of whatever their team is, even if their team is, is clearly in the wrong. But to bring it all together full circle, I will say that this is a reason we need to be empathetic to people who disagree with us. Because there was a time when the news was the news and you would watch the news and it would give you very boring facts of what's happening. And then you can make your own opinion. But now 
one, a lot of people don't have fucking time. A lot of people, they have uh, multiple kids, multiple jobs. They're just trying to get by. They don't have time like we do to go on like Twitter all day or factcheck.org. So they watch their team's news. And if Fox News tells them that uh, if we don't do something, Iran is going to bomb us, uh, or Fox News says that Democrats are the reason that they have to work three jobs, they're going to believe it. Um, and... And we will, and my team will do the opposite with MSNBC or or, or, or with whatever. And we're just it, it, we're just watching the people we agree with or who are going to give us the seemingly easy solutions. But a lot, most of us don't know what the fuck we're talking about, and yeah. they certainly don't. Right. Well, I, I'll leave it with this because we have to go. What everybody is doing to get their information isn't working. No. So maybe. Think about some other way. Read books and be nice to people. Thank you very much, Jamie. Thanks, buddy. You're at Jamie Kilstein, and you got your podcast. Yep. Podcast, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, Instagram is where I'm the happiest. It's new. It's just Jamie Kilstein Podcast. And Twitter, that cesspool, is at Jamie Kilstein. Good luck with your cat. Thanks, buddy.